This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 660 of the Dressage Radio Show, official podcast of the United States Dressage Federation on the Horse Radio Network, brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products and Trust Design. Today, we are highlighting young people in the sport, first with Caitlin and Shay, who are part of the USDF Sport Horse Youth Ambassador Program. After that, we have two participants of the Dressage Foundation's Young Rider Dream Program, and then Reese and I talk about personal experiences that shaped us. This is Reese Koffler Stanfield from Waxahachie, Florida. And this is Philip Parks from Rockwood, Ontario, and you're listening to the Dressage Radio Show. Well, hi, Phil. How are you? Hi, Reese. I want to tell you something, and it's good news. You know, today, I love St. It. Patrick's Day, when we're recording, Happy St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> yeah, it was 17 degrees Celsius. That's, that's really, Celsius. yeah, that's really warm. It's in the That's 70s. really warm. I was like, that's so <laughs> you know, just, just horses clarify. are naked. Let, let's put it this way. Yeah. The horses are naked. <laughs> I love it. That is so exciting. I'm doing the conversion right now. Just so everybody knows is that it is 62.6 degrees. So I'm at 63 degrees. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was incredibly hot here in Florida. I am not going to lie to you. Uh, we were, we were sweating today, but that's okay. It was all good in the hood. It's very good. So I have a horse show tomorrow. I'm really looking forward to it. I've got to hunker down and, and re-look at my music a little bit. But Big Mike and I are going to do the Intermediate One this weekend, which should be really fun. I'm, I, I enter the horse show because it's fun. I had a freestyle. I have a horse that can do the freestyle. Um, so I'm going to really enjoy just dancing with him. And it's in our neighborhood. It's super easy. So I love it. I'm very excited about that. And, uh, in my Florida season, it is winding down, which is, which is, uh, it's been yeah, a great I think season. That's, and, yeah. I think yeah. that's, uh, kind of, I, I guess it's the only international show left is this, this week is, um, nation's cup, right? That's right. Nation's cup is going on literally right now. So I, I, I because I'm, I'm here, uh, at my house, I, I don't have, uh, any inside information at the moment, but, um, nation's well, well, I can, I can tell you good, good news on that friend. Yes, tell me. Our friend Michael Klimka won the Grand Prix. He did not. Did. I'm so excited. Yeah, yeah so that's on the, uh, the Nation's Cup Grand Prix. The yeah, there's a couple. Cup- there, oh, there's other fantastic. classes going on, but uh, yeah. So yeah, I don't even know. That's awesome. Oh, I'm so very excited. That's exciting. I've been working with Michael this uh, winter, uh, which has been fun. It's been fun to work with him uh, on a horse I, we purchased. I purchased from Michael years ago now, six years ago. So uh, I get to see him. So that's always exciting to have a, a friend do well. And it's it's been a great season here. And, and, and this is the time of year that it's fun to really see how the horses have developed um, over the last three, four months. So I think we all enjoy that very much. So yeah, it's kind of winding down here and we have a really fun show. This show sort of kind of generically happened. And um, I think we both were really excited about it because there's so many great experiences in the youth department that weren't even there when we were young. Oh, and yeah. um, I mean, there's, there's <laughs> a lot of opportunity going on and yes. uh, 
And that's fantastic because we do need young people in the sport to carry on the traditions and, you know, of, of training horses in dressage. And, and you know, the, the more we can get young people involved and, you know, the, the sport will continue to thrive. Right. And um, we're going to talk about breeders. We're going to talk about the International Dream Program that happened here a few weeks ago. And um, these are just amazing experiences. So if you're young or you have young people in your life, uh, we hope these will be a couple programs that we're highlighting today that will help you kind of navigate the system with your with your student or your daughter, son, um, and really enjoying that. So we hope you enjoy this program. Uh, we've enjoyed doing it. And um, we hope uh, if we need to help you get any information, please feel free to reach out and we will help you get to the right people. So we hope you enjoy the show. She had waited all her life for this moment, dreaming about it since she was 10 years old. The trailer ramp touched the ground. He whinnied as she backed him out swinging his head around to get a good look at his new home. His coat gleamed in the sun. Her love had arrived. She was breathless. He was beautiful. She could hardly wait to tack him up and start off on what she was sure would be the best times of her life. This love story is brought to you by Contribute, providing essential omega-3 fatty acids that help maintain low inflammation levels throughout your horse's body. The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. Call 859-873-2974 or visit kppusa.com to order today. Well, tonight we are so excited to have the USDF Sport Horse Youth Ambassadors, Caitlin Gallagher and Shay Johnson on the line. Welcome, ladies. Hello. Hey. Hi. Well, we're thrilled to have you because um, on last week's show, we had a member of USDF staff, Alex, on the line, and she was talking about this program. And honestly, I had no idea, and I find myself fairly informed about what's happening at USDF. And I didn't know anything about this program. So she was awesome. She organized for you girls to come on the podcast to tell us what you're up to. So we're going to start with you, Caitlin. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself first, and then we'll move into what the program is? Of course. Thank you. Um, so my name is Caitlin Gallagher. I am 26 years old. I have been a sport horse youth ambassador since 2018. I have attended many of the USDF uh, sport horse seminars, dressage sport horse youth breeder seminars, and the first USDF sport horse handler clinic. And I am currently studying at the University of Edinburgh in Scotland for my master's degree. Oh, wow. We're, we really have an international <laughs> show tonight. I love it. Well, it's, probably, it's in the middle of the night for you. So well done. Thank you for coming on. <laughs> well, Shay, Shay, tell us about yourself. Hi. Um, so I'm Shay Johnson. Um, I'm 29 years old. I'm living in uh, Amado, Arizona at the moment. Um, I've attended the Youth Sport Horse Seminars as well as the USDF Handler Clinic. And I kind of got my start in this kind of working for breeders. And uh, I breed a little bit on my own on the side. And uh, it's just a really great program, I think, to you know introduce people to the just the breeding side of the sport horse industry and our dressage industry. Well, Caitlin, we are so excited to learn about this program because Phil and I, we don't know anything about it. So we're going to have you 101. What is the sport horse youth ambassador? What are you guys doing? Just kind of give us a whole rundown on the program. So um, the youth ambassadors are a group of individuals from ages 18 to 30 years old 
who have demonstrated interest in the dressage sport horse breeding programs. And we have attended uh, multiple USDF sport horse youth educational events. We were selected and invited to serve on the as an ambassador. During our tenure, we have attended many of the committee meetings and the educational events. Our aim is to cultivate the interest and engagement of youth in dressage sport horse breeding. Yeah. So, Shay, maybe you can tell us about the uh, online, like the virtual clinic series that is coming up. So uh, during COVID and, you know, we were all stuck at home, we had this idea that we should, you know, be able to do more online and reach more people that way. And, uh, you know, a big part of the USDF Breeder Series shows that kind of gets ignored and, you know, pushed off to the sides. It's not as known to just the general competitor is the uh, youth amateur handler classes. And so we wanted to kind of do an introduction to that class just to encourage people to get out there with their horses. Um, so what we've kind of run into is you know, people don't know it's offered. They don't know that the division's available. And you can show your horse without necessarily being a breeder or having a young horse, but you can get the feel for you know showing your horse in hand. Uh, you can use any horse that you have, which is you know different. There, when we show at the USF you know, breed shows, there's different divisions for different ages and you know genders of horse. Whereas this class is judging the handler and the showmanship of the horse in hand. So uh, it's kind of an introduction to that, and just to you know give people an idea that it's you know around and encourage people to give it a try. I love it. So what would we expect if we log on? First of all, how do we get the information to log on? And then if we, you know, are able to log on, what are the things that are going to be covered in the, in the virtual seminar? So the virtual seminar, it goes over just, you know, the basics of what's in the class and what's required uh, for showing in the class, but it also goes through, you know, what the judges are looking for and kind of gives you just a general idea of the score sheet and how things how you present the horse to the best of your ability. Uh, just an introduction to it. Obviously there's, you know, all the fine details that you, you're not going to get from a, you know, from an online <laughs> educational seminar, but sure. uh, it's, you know, it gives you just the basics you're going to need, you know, and what you need to know to get started in that division. Right. And, and that, that makes sense because y- you would need, in theory, right. Need to start training your youngsters, right. Or, or working with them. So would this kind of help you, yeah going forward this year. Yeah. Yeah. It it just gives you just, I guess, the basics, you know, the rules and the requirements and just your basic, how you are presenting your horse, uh, just, you know, written down on paper, obviously what you're presenting is important. And then it's more judged on you as a handler and you presenting your horse to the best of your ability, not so much on the horse itself. So even if, you know, you don't have the perfect horse, it's still, a great class to get your young horse out and, you know, get them in the ring and just kind of start building that relationship with them in the show ring. Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, I think that's, um, I, I grew up, my mom had hunters. Um, so we took hunters to the in-hand classes. So I know a little bit about the hunter world because that was my mom's love. It was not my love. That's a whole different story, but it was so great because it made these babies get on and off the trailer. They had to go. I live in Kentucky. So they had to go to the Kentucky horse park and behave like ladies and gentlemen, which was not all. That was a feat sometimes. Uh, so it was really good. Got these horses out and got them doing things. So it, it's a, it's a wonderful program. 
So Caitlin, tell us there is another series. This isn't just a one and done type activity, right? There's something in May as well. Yes, there's a, a handler clinic in May at a Hilltop Farm in Kalora, Maryland. Uh, applications are currently open for this clinic. And it's more of a hands-on, like the program that's going on this weekend is the information portion. And while you will be getting more information at this clinic, you will also be able to have a hands-on experience with two of the top handlers of North America. Um, how to set up a horse, how to work on the triangle if you don't quite understand the mechanics of it. Um, and then I believe since I was there last time, you also have the ability to do a mock show at the end and to get critiques from a uh, sport horse judge. And then you also, if you have aspirations to do more in handling, they also give you other tips and techniques to further your education and where you can go from a business standpoint as well. Okay, that's great. I just needed uh, a little clarification. So what is the age range for um, the horses and the people in a youth handler class? So for this handler class, it's the it's the, the official title for this class is USDS Amateur Junior Young Rider Handler Class. You show as a junior young rider until age 21, um, but the adult amateurs are of any age after the age of 21. And then there's only there's specific rules for the age of the horse that the handler of a certain age can handle. The, I guess the only limitation to the ha age of the handler specifically is uh, that anybody under 18 can't handle a stallion uh, over the age of three, I believe. Under okay. the age. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So there, there are some, some restrictions, which I think is, is probably a valid thing uh, that makes sense. So Shay, where can we find more information about all of these I mean, they're, they're, they're awesome programs. Again, I had no idea that this was going on. So I'm so glad that we were able to sort of give somebody at least a, a heads up that these programs are going on. Where can we find them? Where can we find some more information about all of them? So definitely uh, check the USDF website. Um, the clinics and the online forum that we're doing, I believe is supposed to be made available online. So even if you miss this Saturday. It should be posted uh, so that you can go back. It'll be you know recorded so that you can go back and view it later. Uh, so it should be under the education tab. And then the handler clinic, it'll be under the sport horse division. And it'll be the calendar of events for that. Find that. Great. So on the sport side of USDF, yeah. <laughs> the sport horse site. Awesome. Well, ladies, thank you so much for coming on and kind of giving us uh, a 101 on these programs. It's fantastic. And I think anything, you know, we need more breeders in this sport. And, you know, to give the education to the breeders is phenomenal. So thank you both for coming on. And we wish you luck with the program. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Keeping our horses happy and healthy is paramount to horse owners everywhere. Since our horses are often a reflection of the environment we create for them, the Stall and Stable Show covers ideas that help us create the best home we can. From innovations in barn design to business best practices and lifestyle segments, there's a new episode every two weeks at stallandstable.com, Horse Radio Network, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, I've been looking forward to this segment all day. I have two of the young ladies that I had the 
just honor to chaperone here in Wellington for the Dressage Foundation International Dream Program, which wasn't international. It was Wellington this year, but I think we had an amazing experience. So I wanted to welcome Alana Bent and Haley Smith to the show. Welcome, ladies. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Well, I am so excited. So we're going to do a little introduction to both the ladies. So Alana, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I've actually just moved uh, to South Carolina and I have a freaking horses, so kind of an alternative breed. <laughs> and I have, so I got my freaking when he was five and I started him under saddle and I've just done all the training and I'm schooling fourth level. I'm Christine George to hopefully show uh, Christine George by the end of the season. Fantastic. And Haley, tell us about yourself. Okay. My name is Haley Smith. I have been riding ever since I could sit up. For most of my career, I've been a U.S. vaulter, and I've been on the U.S. vaulting team since 2016, competing at multiple championships, Aachen in 2018, the World Equestrian Games in 2018 in Tryon, and most recently, um, I just competed at the 2021 World Championships in Budapest, Hungary, on the vaulting team, where we um, secured two bronze medals. Um, Now I'm diving a bit more into dressage. I have a four-year-old, seven-year-old, and 11-year-old Dutch warm blood, who um, now I'm bringing up in the levels um, in dressage and hoping to start my career more as a dressage rider um, with all the experience um, that I've learned as a vaulter. Well, it was super fun to meet Haley because I had seen her name in the magazine. So I was a little starstruck when I <laughs> got to meet her in the morning when we we all got together. So we're super excited that you were part of this program, Haley. So um, Alana, I'll let you get started. Can you kind of tell us a little bit about, you know, we're talking about the Dressage Foundation and um, International Dream Program, which this is a, I can, I can speak a little bit on it real quickly. And that is, this is a program that um, young people apply to. And typically we go to Germany and to Aachen and I was able to chaperone, I think it was 2019. It was prior to COVID. I took uh, four young ladies over there and we had a blast, but obviously with the world today, the dressage foundation, which I think it was great decided they didn't want to lose the opportunity to meet you guys during the time um, that you were in the age range for the dressage dream program. So they decided to bring everybody here to Wellington, which I think as you girls found out, we have some amazing opportunities here. So Alana, can you tell us a little bit about what you guys did during the week? Yeah, absolutely. This program was incredible. Uh, we, we got to meet with a lot of different people within the industry, Olympians, I mean, you name it. We, we were able to meet with them. And we were even able to uh, watch a lot of the CDIs at Global. And uh, we were sponsored generously by Adequant. So we were able to have a table uh, to be able to watch. And uh, we were able to go to the freestyles. And it was just an absolutely incredible experience. Yes, it was very generous. Genesis Adequan, we were able to, I don't even get to sit at the table normally during the week um, or during the show. So it was really fun to sit in there. So Haley, tell us a little bit about kind of your first day. What were some, or, or you know, it doesn't have to be specific, but what were some different events that you guys did and meetings that you yeah. had? So on the first day, we actually got to visit um, Jane Cleveland's barn. Um, it's called Poinciana Farm. Um, in Wellington, and she was absolutely incredible. She gave us a full tour, um, our whole young rider group of the entire barn, and sort of how she decided to um, build the barn from the ground up. So she was the developer of the barn and had all the ideas 
And so she walked us through what it would look like to build a barn in the Wellington area, including um, what you need to do with water um, intake and showing us how to keep hay properly so that it doesn't mold and how she um, set up the arenas so that all the horses are always able to look at each other and that it was sort of a really great environment set up um, for the horses as well as the people. And you could tell when you walked into the barn, there was a really great energy that the, that the barn carried and the horses could feel that. And all the people um, really had a great attitude. And while we were at um, Poinciana Farm, we were able to watch Sabine Shut Carey, the former Olympian. Hopefully we'll see her at the world championships this year. She was training um, two young horses, a young stallion and another um, young horse of hers. And we got to watch her sort of do a normal day in her life of her training. And she didn't speak so much while she was riding. We were just watching and soaking up how she would do a normal ride. And then afterwards, she spoke to us about her techniques and her training style. And we got to ask questions with her. So that was kind of the first day. And then every um, day beyond our trip sort of looked like that, where we were talking to different people, such as JJ Tate and Kathy Connolly. Um, we got to visit the Helga Strand facility, the new place. And yeah, every day was a new adventure. And everyone was so kind to show us their life and talk to us and um, give us their knowledge that they've gained so far. So Alana, maybe you can tell us what was your what was your favorite visit or place to visit or person to talk to that gave you, you know, the best insights? Yeah, that's a that's a hard question. There are so, <laughs> um, so many incredible people. It's hard to pick just one, but honestly All right, maybe maybe two, maybe two. <laughs> I think I can come up with the one. I, I think um working with the alternative breeds um and talking with Sabine, uh, she has a lot of experience um with Frisians, her first two horses she took to Grand Prix were indeed Frisians. And so it was amazing to be able to talk to her about how she works with um, alternative breeds because they do have a little bit of different um, things you have to work with. So she gave me a lot of insight into how to get them to work through their backs because that's definitely something they don't do um, naturally. And so just getting them to work through their body more, she gave me many different um, exercises to, to help with that. So that was absolutely incredible to be able to talk with her um, regarding the alternative breeds. And Haley, how about yourself? Um, one of my favorite clinicians, I really enjoyed watching Sabine um, train, um, but as well, uh, Adrian Lyle, watching her coach, her young rider, Christian Simonson, was an absolute pleasure to watch. I really love her training style and how she um, she's a really great mentor for young um, aspiring athletes. And I think she does an incredible job of um, bringing young riders up into the sport. And so it was really uh, incredible to watch um, her program and how she has um, right now the the Nations Cup team that's about to compete this weekend. They just did the jog. I think almost every rider from the Nations Cup team um, trains at TYL facility, which is where Adrian is at. So, um, yeah, you can definitely tell that Adrian has a really great program and system um, going on for her students, and and that shows in the in the ring when they compete. Yeah, that was awesome. That was my day. So I get to I get to ha- sit and also watch. That's the beauty of that's the beauty of volunteering. Everyone, you also get the benefits of being able to go and do. And it was so incredible to sit at Adrian's barn because we had Adrian. Um, she was coaching. 
And we literally had the top young rider. We had one of the top U25 riders. And then in came in four CDI Grand Prix horses. And you just don't get to see that, you know, literally not moving for two hours. And it was just so cool to sit there. And Adrian um, is so was so kind with her time. Uh, she has been sp- uh, sponsored through the Dressage Foundation for years. So she ha- was very generous with her time. And then we were able to sit with her sponsor, Betsy Giuliano, who is also a very, very kind sponsor of the Dressage Foundation and to talk about sponsors and what it is to sponsor someone and their relationship. And they were, I thought, very open with us as a group, which I thought was incredibly cool. It was a great opportunity. Like, again, I I loved it. And then um, we were able to go and uh, we sat with the Bills, Bill Warren and Bill McMullen. And Bill McMullen was my co-chaperone when we went to Germany with our group. And so he also is a big supporter of the foundation. And we sat with them and and went through tests and from the judge's perspective. And that was also, I thought I I really enjoyed that and and thought that was really cool. So, I mean, this is just a fantastic program. Um, So Alana, can you tell us a little bit about what it was like to just apply just so people kind of get some information on how to do that? Yeah, absolutely. So to apply, you have, you go through, um, a set of questions that you have to answer. And then you also we had to have our vaccination card with something. Um, we had to write an essay pretty much on why we uh, should be in this program and why we want to be in this program. We talked about our previous experience working with horses um, in, in the dressage industry. And then we also had to have a couple of letters of recommendation. So it was a lot of um, very thoughtful writing really breaking down, you know, our experience of why we're passionate about dressage, especially, you know, I very much focused on, I'm very passionate about the education aspect of dressage. And so I, I touched on that a lot in my essay. Yeah. Yeah. I know that. I think that's fantastic. Haley, do you have anything to also say about the application process? Yeah. I think um, the Dressage Foundation does a really great job at um, promoting their sponsorships with riders and the programs that they have available for riders. I think it's an incredible foundation that offers so much for our country's riders. And I'm very thankful just coming into the dressage realm that there are these types of opportunities for riders around the country. Um, I think coming from vaulting, I sort of know um, who to speak to and uh, who to get clinics with. And I'm more um, aware of the environment and the situation, but in the dressage world coming um, as a new eye and a, a rider who doesn't know as much, um, I think the opportunity that this foundation um, gave to me as a rider is is one that I'll never forget. And, and sort of the application was, I just saw it on Facebook, I believe. And um, when you click inside the application, it's sort of like um, you're applying for college or uh, something such as that. And you'll write um, a few letters and um, get letters of recommendation. And then we um, waited about a month to hear back from the Dressage Foundation. And then this year, they actually decided normally they bring four young riders on the trip. And this year, they had extra donations to the foundation. And so they were able to bring along a fifth rider to complete the program. So I thought that was really incredible and thoughtful. And yeah, like you said, it normally is an Aachen. Um, but this year in Wellington, I don't think 
uh, we missed out at all and no. rather had gained so much information from there's so much knowledge and, and talent already in the U.S. And especially now that Wellington is growing to the extent that it is and more Europeans are coming into Florida in the U.S., I think that the program will definitely um, think to stay in um, Wellington in the future. Yeah, it was it was a great experience, and and again, have, having been a part, I wasn't a part of the whole week here in Wellington, but you know, it, it's just a very different experience, and everybody's so kind with their time uh, that it is worth really looking into this program. Also, the Dressage Foundation has a lot of other programs for for all types of riders. So I would encourage everybody to go do that. Well, ladies, we can't thank you enough. Again, it was so fun to meet you and I look forward to following your careers and uh, it was a really fun week and thanks for coming on the show and sharing your experience. Thank you so much for having us. Give your horses the bold and beautiful style that they deserve with a trust design halter from custom hardware to padded calf leather top with colorful patterns. Trust Design Halters will turn heads everywhere you go. They are truly one-of-a-kind design halters. Visit TrustDesign.com for more info. That's T-R-V-S-T-Design.com. Well, Phil, for this week's Trust Design Tip of the Week, I thought it was really important that you and I share a little bit about sort of some programs in our life that we felt like were super important in our development because we just highlighted two amazing programs that are happening that um, I didn't even know about the handlers program. Like that's phenomenal. And uh, if you're into breeding, which we hope people are, that's a great great event. I have been lucky enough to be part of the International Dream Program as a chaperone, which truly has been life-changing for me too. I had never been to Aachen and uh, it's always fun to go places here in Wellington that I wouldn't be able to go or wouldn't go on a normal daily basis. But you know, I, we, we were talking and I thought this would be such a cool tip because you and I have been in this industry a long time and one of the things that we both did, and I think for me was a real pivotal moment, was when I went to Germany. I was 18 when I got on the, the uh, literally got on the plane with my horse and went to Germany. And the experiences that I had by doing that and sort of taking that leap to go, I look back and I think, wow, like that was pretty brave of me. Like I, I wanted to go and I had you know, prepared and I had packed and I had studied German. I needed to study more, not going to lie, but, um, you know, doing that and sort of taking that leap when I was young, you know, changed my life in a lot of different ways and all for the good and made me sort of the trainer and the person that I am today, you know, going there and going to a foreign country and seeing how people train differently than I trained and what was happening it was really an amazing event. So when I look back, you know, there's another event that you and I met at the Young Dressage Horse Trainers Conference that Hassler Dressage and Harmony Sport Horses, they sponsored. That was another event that went on for 10 years. And a lot of our guests here on the show and you and my friendship started at that program. You know, these were some amazing events that I said yes to. And, and I went and some of them I, 
I didn't know. I didn't know much about the trainers conference, but Scott said, Hey, I think you should come to this. It's going to be super cool. It was life-changing. And so those were some events that I did in my life that, you know, I look back and if I hadn't answered yes, I don't know where it, you know, it'd be in a different place. So what were some things for you that you did? I mean, that, that was kind of the way that we, we did it when we were, you know, when we were teenagers and coming up is like, you, you had to do, you didn't have to, but, but, you know, if you wanted to be a professional, you basically had to do kind of an, uh, an unpaid internship, Yes. you know, in, in Europe, that was just the way, you know, there, there wasn't all, all kinds of, you know, sponsor programs and, you know, all these wonderful things in, in North America or in Canada, at least where, where you could gain a lot of international exposure because a lot of our riders were based in Germany anyways, you know, or based right, in, right. in Europe anyways. So that was the way you had to do it. And, and like you said, I mean, when I think back on it, it was, it was pretty bold to just mm-hmm. pick up and, and, and move, um, continents and, you know, not knowing anybody or just, I mean, I, I, I think of myself as just a really passionate teenage rider who wanted to learn and soak up as much as possible. And, you know, so, so, I mean, that experience was, was pretty, pretty amazing and, and life-changing, like you said. And, and, uh, you know, and you talked about the Scott Hassler thing and, more in North America, people are, you know, sponsoring or, or, or giving money or, or focusing on on the youth riders, which is, which is amazing. I mean, if you could help a, a young person come along and and uh, you know they want to make a career in horses, now now I'm you know the we are the people who are, are trying to create those opportunities. So um, I know in Canada they've started in the last two years. Uh, it's called the Grit Program, and uh, and my coach has has been. Uh, instrumental in um, in creating this thing, and, and and I think you know sometime in the next month we'll we'll have her on and, and talk about it. But uh, here again is is you know the the trainers um, recognizing how much importance is on the next generation and the next generation and the next generation. Because if young people are, aren't afforded these opportunities, then they're just not going to be in our sport. And then you know right. in the end, it will be the end of the sport you know, to whatever extent, you know, you know, how, how are we going to move it forward and how we're going to, you know, create excitement and, and, uh, an interest in horses, which is, you know, with all this technology and, and all of our big cities being built up, it's not a part of people's lives as much as it used to be, you know? So right, I, I think, right. I think these are just really important things for, for people to think about is, uh, is, you know, the, the younger people in dressage, which, I mean, I think that there's a lot, I, I don't think, I know that there's a lot more young people in, in jumping and, and in, you know, in, in the more exciting aspects of it. But, you know, I think we, we can all help out by creating uh, opportunities for youth, whether it's just, uh, you know, organizing or sponsoring youth classes in, in your local shows and or yes. just... Um, you know, so, so we just want everybody to think about that and, and what they can do with their time or, you know, to kind of help expose the world to our sports so that it can, can continue to, to thrive. And, and, you know, COVID has not been good for, for horse activities because for a while in, in Canada, I mean, it was shut down. So, uh, you know, as we come out of the pandemic world, we have to renew interest in, 
in sports that you know people may not it might not be obvious for a lot of people to to get into Exactly. Well, and I think that that is so important. And, you know, now I'm more involved with our local pony club because my niece is in pony club. So I have a, a, you know, I'm, I'm so excited to be a part of it and that's really important. And that hasn't necessarily been, I've always helped the pony club, but now obviously I have a, a, an invested interest in, in it because, uh, all, all the littles that are around. So, um, I think it's really fun. I've really enjoyed it. Um, and, and I think you and I both really enjoy working with youth in the sport. So, um, you know, keep your eyes out for any, any different opportunities. Take, if you're, if you are young, answer the phone call, take the email, do it. Uh, I think Phil and I were both great examples of that and be brave and do it. And I think you'll really, it'll change your life and it'll change the people that you're around. So with that, seriously, if you ever have a question, send Phil or I an email or a Facebook shout out. We love it. We love it from all our listeners. And as always, you can find our show notes and links to today's guests on our website, dressageradio.com. Like us on Facebook, just search dressage radio show. Follow us on Twitter at Horse Radio. My website is maplecrestfarmky.com and my email is reese at horseradionetwork.com. I think the best way to find me is through Facebook or my email is philip at horseradionetwork.com. I'd like to thank our sponsors for allowing us to put on a good show. That's Kentucky Performance Products and Trust Design. If you'd like to support our show and the Horse Radio Network, you can do that through the auditor program found at horseradionetwork.com. Everybody, keep your heels down and your shoulders back, and we will talk to you next week. 